I believe Mr. Heyman said it. He said if he is ever to challenge for the championship ever again, he's got to earn it. Earn it. That basically refutes, dismisses, not just my whole career, my whole life. At what point, what are we talking about from going from dashing to stardust to the main event? From the undercard to the EVP, this derelict wolf who threw himself into the wilderness and came back the leader of the whole pack. Earn it! I am it! Check, check, one, two, one, two. Make sure I get my levels right. Make sure I get my microphone right. I don't want to touch the mic too much. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the white and the gold. This is the Shyland Flowers Wrestling Show. And I know, I know, um, it's been a few weeks here. I think the week before WrestleMania. So it's been about two weeks since I last uh, dropped an episode. And I apologize about that here. Trying to get everything together for you guys. Um, so this time around, I want to go ahead and say, yes, uh, first thing first, we did change the name. Um, we were previously kayfabe nation but the shawland flowers wrestling show just sounds a little bit better to me um and what i want to do and i like it and i don't have to answer anybody so fuck it it's the shawland flowers wrestling show <laughs> that's that's what it's gonna be today i am joined by nobody it is me one-on-one -on -one with all of y'all pause pause that sounds crazy it sounds nuts so pause but Moving forward, we are the Shyland Flowers, or should I say, I am the Shyland Flowers Wrestling Show. Next week, I do plan on having a guest so we can get back to our regularly scheduled program. But moving forward, it's um, this is how we're going to do it. We're going to try to have an episode out every Thursday around noon uh, for your listening pleasure and or viewing pleasure, depending on the guest that I have. Uh, I'm going to try to give you guys one bonus episode a month, uh, something that not necessarily... Uh, in the week of wrestling, it could be a topic that, you know, either my guests or myself would like to discuss at length. Um, it could be uh, a number of things uh, we're going to discuss have some wrestler interviews, some local indie wrestlers uh, coming through. I also might have some uh, other you know, type of uh, <laughs> guest as well. So these are all the new things that are coming here at um, the Shaolin Flowers Wrestling Show. I'm going to stop trying to say um as well, but I feel the more comfortable. I get talking uh, on the microphone, not rapping, uh, actually speaking to people, the better that it will be. So those are a few uh, changes. Welcome back. This is episode three of the former <laughs> Kayfabe Nation, a.k.a. the Shaolin Flowers Wrestling Show. And I have just a couple of things I want to discuss with you guys happening in this week of wrestling that I felt it's interesting. Uh, I know I missed WrestleMania. Uh, that might be the bonus episode this week. It might just be. Uh, me kind of just recapping WrestleMania. I might have a few friends and we'll kind of come over and discuss with uh, our thoughts about WrestleMania. A lot of good stuff. I got to stop hitting the microphone also. <laughs> Talking, like doing it like a pod by yourself is like weird. But um, I kind of like it. It's kind of peaceful. It's quiet. Um, I can kind of just ramble about wrestling. So thank you for listening to me rambling, all the people out there. Um, at Shaolin Flowers is where you can find me, www.shaolinflowers, S-H-Y-L-A-N-D, flowers. Um, starting off, 
I wanted to talk about one of my favorite matches from WrestleMania, actually. It was the Rey Mysterio versus Dominic match. I feel like Dominic is one of the better heels on WWE's entire roster right now, man. I think that kid just got it, man. He's it's over. Um, I'm not sold on his promos, if I can be honest with you. I'm, I'm, I'm not sold on his promos. I'm not sold on his look. Um, it's, this is going to sound really 1980s Vince McMahon <laughs> of me, but I think if he can put on a little bit more weight, a little bit more muscle mass, uh, I feel like I feel like the look will be complete. Um, if I feel like he can just become a better talker, and like, like I said, that's like the pot calling the kettle black. Uh, once he, you know, it, it it comes with experience, you know what I mean. So once he has a few more, I think by the end of this year we'll see him kind of. You know, coming to his own on the microphone, but yeah, man, that that the kid has it. Uh, Rey Mysterio proposes a uh, mask versus hair match with Dominic Mysterio. This is what I thought the WrestleMania match should have been. I thought it should have been like a mask versus hair, mask versus career uh, kind of ordeal with his son. Um, I do. I do think that would kind of up the states in this feud, and I think that can kind of be the blow off. Uh, I feel like this Judgment Day Rey Mysterio thing has been going on quite a while. I understand it, you know, family, father, and son. I I 100% get it, but I feel like the the feud itself has been going on for quite a while, and we're getting kind of ready to wrap that up. So, um, Rey Mysterio, uh, mask versus hair mask. Dominic has a great set of hair, a little, a nice little. <laughs> Latin mullet <laughs> that he has there. <laughs> uh, so yeah, no, I, I I do think that should be maybe the SummerSlam match for Detroit. I do think you can kind of, even though I am ready for this feud to be over with, I think you can kind of squeeze some juice out of it. Uh, uh, maybe slow burn it n- until SummerSlam, if if you will. Um, I think that might be in Detroit. That might be the place to end this feud for sure. So um, that's something that I, I I really really enjoy. Rey Mysterio is one of my favorite wrestlers um, of of all time. He's literally a child prodigy. He is still going at a high level. So I don't want to see anything like a you know um, hair versus career thing. But I think um, I think a mask versus uh, mask versus hair. If Rey Mysterio was trying to slow it down and calm it down um you know hitting that retirement button i think that might be a great send-off uh you know him him kind of you know leaving the mask and kind of walking off to the sunset i think that's great um next thing i want to talk about Vince mcmahon's new wwe contract contains a code of content uh i'm sorry uh, code of conduct clause um there's not really a lot of information in regarding that uh, i assume it is with the endeavor um with the Endeavor deal, I don't know if they're they're not a full company just yet, so I don't know if this is like a WWE thing, um, or I don't know if it's a uh, if this is a um, Endeavor thing at all. But uh, basically, it says uh, WWE's uh, Vince McMahon he is bound to WWE's conflict of interest and code of conduct according to the contract. Uh, McMahon's continued employment with WWE is contingent on him complying with this code of conduct, as well as the company's equal opportunity and non-harassment policy. Um, they don't really have a, there's not really a lot of details. I'm guessing maybe he can be fired if, you know, um, it's kind of weird. I don't say fired because he owns the company, right? So maybe ousted might be the better word or voted out um, if he doesn't follow by these did these these codes of conduct if you will i don't think at 70 i want to say 77 70 
76, 77. I don't think we're going to have any more issues out of Mystic Man other than, you know, what has already been going on. But could you imagine? <laughs> could you imagine waking up and on your phone, first thing you see, Mystic Man fired again for harassment? Or That would be fucking insane. So um, I don't foresee Mystic Man having any issues. Um, I don't have any thoughts on, uh, you know, the code of conduct clause on in his in his contract um it's i i don't i don't really know what to say about it honestly this whole Vince McMahon thing with the news of him being back in booking and company morale being low it's 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 a lot to take in um on one on one hand the the product itself suffers from this man being in charge um and you know as a viewer as a fan of the product i can kind of understand why people may not want him to be you know heading the table heading creative and things like that but also on the other side of that he runs the company he took he brought this company from for one million dollars and turned it into a nine billion dollar industry um I mean, I ain't gonna say single-handedly, but I mean, goddamn, bro, he beat the government. He beat God once, like fam, like it's like it's fucking, like it's fucking Vince McMahon, bro. Like so, um, I can kind of see both sides of the argument here. Um, but that's that's something that happens in news. Uh, happened rather in news this week. Other thing that happened that I'm very excited for. Uh, Vice TV. Um, announced that Dark Side of the Ring Season 4 will be airing back. It is premiering Tuesday, May 30th at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time because we are here on the East Coast, and I am very excited. It's one of my favorite shows. Um, when I was a kid, I used to dream about shows like this, actually. Uh, you know, like the WWE Network was cool. It's something I used to like really dream about as well. And then when it happened, I was very excited. Um, but a show like this, I, when I was a kid, I think we had like Confidential, I think it was like the like the wrestling documentary kind of show, but it was like a WWE product. This right here, uh, Dark Side of the Ring, very raw, um, very emotional wrestling content. If you have never seen the show, and this isn't an ad, because um, Vice TV ain't paying me yet, but if you if you ever get it, if you haven't seen this show and you get a chance to watch it, please uh, watch it. Uh, it is beautifully produced and created shout out to those guys um this season um they are focusing on chris candino um looks like he's getting an episode panty uh pammy sunny ten fuck my life tammy sitch sunny um the car accident that derailed the career of magnum ta who i met actually um at a wrestling event a few years back very very sweet guy um one of the one of the uh uh, what's the, what's the word I'm looking for? Not like un, unsung heroes, but like the one one of the biggest what ifs. Like this guy was pegged to be like the next big thing in wrestling, and uh, had that all kind of snatched away from him. So he's getting an episode as well. Um, Abdullah the Butcher, Abdullah, who is black. I don't know if you guys, <laughs> a lot of people um, don't know. Or what I learned is like a lot of people don't know Abdullah the Butcher is black. I think he owns like a restaurant. Or he did own a restaurant in um, in Atlanta at one point. It doesn't get blacker than that uh, for sure. Um, they said the cuts in his forehead are so deep he can like hold poker chips in them. Like poker chips are like thicker than like actual coins. So that's, that's, that's fucking 
petrifying. And it looks like we are going to have a, uh, a Marty Jannetty episode as well. Um, best known for being tag team partner of Shawn Michaels and the, and the Rockers in the uh, late 80s, early 90s. Um, so he's getting his own episode as well. He gets to be the focus of his own episode. So I'm very looking, I'm very, very much looking forward to the new season of Dark Side of the Ring season four. Once again, that is Dark Side of the Ring season four, May 30th, Tuesday at 10. Not an ad at all. Vice TV, holler at your boy. Um, next thing on my list, I have like a list of things I just kind of wanted to run by that I thought was interesting. Um, ECW legend Sabu, the homicidal, genocidal maniac, death defying. I know I'm getting it all like fucked up and like twisted, but Sabu, man, we all love Sabu. If you are an ECW, if you ever heard of ECW, you've had to heard of Sabu, man. Uh, Sabu was hospitalized after medical emergency. Thoughts and prayers are definitely uh, sending his way. There's not really a lot of, not really a lot of news or. Um, explanation as into what happened to Sabu um, but I want definitely do want to take this time to uh, you know, send thoughts and send prayers uh, Sabu and his family hope that he has a speedy recovery um, I think Sabu is actually like, still wrestling I think he's like semi-retired I think he's like wrestling like a little bit um, so I don't know if it's like a match thing or I'm guessing not because since we haven't heard anything you know regarding it you know medical emergency kind of thing um, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming it's probably something that may have like a complication of a surgery I don't want to go too much into like uh, you know guessing playing the guessing game of what happened I just want to say uh, you know Sabu hope he gets well very soon man um, first time I saw Sabu man terrifying you know I had the uh Anarchy Rules game and uh, on the N64 and Sabu was the guy that I would play with. Uh, that, that was my guy Sabu and like New Jack. Like those two <laughs> those two were like my guys uh, for sure man. He got a little time in WWE. I think he wrestled in WWE um, during like the, the ECW invasion of the mid 90s. I want to say that little that short lived um, storyline. He also had a few uh, matches uh, WWE, uh, I want to say around the time of One Night Stand, uh, the John Cena spot through the table. Um, my good friend, my good friend Keys Ali, his favorite match is from One Night Stand 2006, actually. It's uh, Sabu and Rey Mysterio for the World uh, Heavyweight Championship. Um, I, I think that was a title match. Uh, not entirely sure, but um, but but yeah, so Sabu, definitely, man. Uh, hope you can bounce back from this and recover and, you know, uh, keep performing at the highest level that you can currently perform at. Uh, um, next up on the news docket, Triple H confirms the return of the WWE draft on SmackDown. I want to say April the seventh. Um, he could, he confirmed that the draft is coming back. Every WWE superstar is um, eligible for the draft. Um, I have been a long time. Um, I have been long for a long time. Rather, I have been against the draft. Um, I. I the concept is cool, but like once you break up people, like tag teams specifically, like you, I feel like WWE doesn't have a plan for these tag teams. I feel like they just kind of let them flounder and then they get released. And it, it's just, you know, I, I feel like. I feel like we need more tag teams. I feel like, you know, we need to rebuild our tag team division here in WWE. I feel like there's probably two or three tag teams. I feel like I, I hate unification championships. I also want to take this time to say I don't think this is how they should ununify any belts 
um, namely the tag team champions and the world heavyweight champion. I don't think this is how they should go about, you know, splitting these belts up just for the draft. Um, I mean, I guess it would only really apply to the tag team champions if, like, Kevin Owens was assigned to Raw and Sam was assigned to SmackDown. But, I mean, what are the rules of the draft? Like, I, like explain it to me. Make it make sense to me is what I'm saying. Because, like, right now, you know, Raw superstars appear on SmackDown. SmackDown superstars appear on Raw. So, like, make it make Is NXT a part of this? Like, what, what are the rules? I think niggas just be doing shit, honestly. I think niggas just be kind of like <laughs> just saying shit at all. Like I don't understand the rules of the draft. Like, like, like I, I don't feel like WWE should have a draft every year. I feel like they should have a draft maybe like every three, every four years. Because at the end of the day, it's just you know t-shirt warfare. And who the fuck like I don't fucking care about that shit. So that's just <laughs> that's just kind of how I'm looking at it, man. I don't, I don't, I don't understand the. I don't get it. I don't understand it. But Triple H said it's happening, so we rolling. I guess. Uh, <laughs> so I fucking, I fucking guess. But the reason why I brought this up is, um, there has been news, a little rumor on the rumor mill about the Street Profits splitting up with Tez uh, and Dawkins, Angelo Dawkins, um, splitting up. And the question that I had was, can Dawkins survive without Tez? I know everybody is penciling Tez, uh, like, <laughs> uh, knock on wood, Magnum TA, the, be- uh, 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 the next big thing in professional wrestling, um, being Montez Ford as a single star. Um, and that kind of just leaves his partner, uh, Angelo Dawkins, who is an extremely talented wrestler who can talk on the mic, um, he doesn't necessarily have the best look, but he's gotten extremely better. If there was an award for the most improved wrestler of last year, uh, I, I would think he would have to be in the in in at least in that uh, discussion of the the most improved wrestler for sure. I don't I don't I don't see how anybody could think otherwise. Um, but where if the Street Profits do split, what are they going to do with Dawkins? Like I understand, you know, Tez, you know, he 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 has the promo, he's animated, he's he has Bianca. Like like I get it. But like I don't I don't feel like the Street Profits has hit their pinnacle as a team yet. So I don't feel like they should be broken up. I feel like you know, like I said before, I feel like we need more tag teams. I feel like the the roster itself would be better with more tag teams. So, um I just wanted to put that out there. Um, I'll probably leave it here in the comments. If you, or rather, you guys leave it in the comments. What do you think WWE can do with Dawkins, um, Angelo Dawkins, after the the rumor split of the Street Profits? Um, not every solo wrestler needs to be in the title picture, um, I feel. Uh, I, 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 I'm stumped. I don't know. What I would do, I'm trying to like come up with like a quick little booking thing off the top of my head, but I genuinely don't know what to do with Dawkins. Um, I don't know. Maybe I I I, I hate this. Maybe put him in like another team. I feel if they, uh, if they still want to do like the hurt, you know, what would be like a fire team. If they wanted to, if they wanted to break up the Street Profits, Angelo Dawkins and Cedric Alexander, not because they're both black, <laughs> not because they're both black, 
but uh, I feel like I feel like they can use each other for sure. I feel like I feel like they they're kind of both on like the even even playing field, um, you know, as it comes to their standard as solo. Even though Dawkins isn't solo yet, um, and, ho- and hopefully he won't be. But red emergency button put 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 him with you know Cedric Alexander. And let them be a tag team. I feel like that'd be fun. That'd be interested. Um, from Dawkins is nice on the mic. I, I haven't really haven't haven't had a chance to hear Cedric Alexander on the mic at least recently. Um, I've seen him a lot locally. Um, he's he, he's uh, used to wrestle every weekend, not very far from where I live. We used to go see him, and you know he he can talk. He can talk. Very nice guy. Um, met him, met him a bunch of times. Very, very, very nice guy who can who can speak. Um, so, so maybe that can be a thing. Maybe another tag team. Maybe a stable if they want to do like the hurt business thing again, or if they want to do like just another, you know, wacky stable. Um, Angelo Dawkins. I know people are gonna hate this, but maybe you know, put him with the Alpha Academy. I think that could be kind of funny. You know, uh, <laughs> uh, I would have you know, even though Otis. The model Otis is is you know catching catching kind of fire right now. Maybe have him be a third wheel to Angelo Dawkins and Chad Gable. That that's just me pitching off the top of my head. Don't take it serious. I don't I don't I don't know. Uh, that's for you guys kind of figure out. <laughs> um, but yeah, draft is coming soon. Um, I think there's a date for it. Not thousand percent sure, but um, you know. It's on Twitter, I'm sure. Uh, next thing, uh, possible motivation for Brock Lesnar's attack on Cody Rhodes. Um, okay, so two things. First thing, um, I, I, the attack, I, I didn't see coming. And I'm like a like an avid wrestling fan. And, and I, I didn't see that coming at all. Um, and I, I like monster here, Brock Lesnar. I feel like there's not a better... Sports entertainer than Monster Hill Brock Lesnar. I feel like he's the best at just beating the shit out of people. And sometimes you need to beat the shit out of people. I mean, I mean, you know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, I mean, sometimes people need their asses beat. And I feel like nobody makes it look more believable than Brock Lesnar. Um, I did not see that attack on Cody Rhodes coming. I want to say it was last week on Monday Night Raw. Um, but the rumor going around. Uh, motivation is because he was upset because he opened the show against Omos because he opened the show that that's rumor that that is what the the motivation of the attack is WWE you, you listen to me and you listen to me good you hear me and hear me clearly do not do not say that bullshit don't say that bullshit at all. That is bad. That is very, very bad. That is that is that is like Katie Vick levels <laughs> of of horrible. That's a, a a horrible motivation. Brock Lesnar opened WrestleMania before and lost. Uh, at least this time you won, so I don't I don't want to hear that at all. Uh, I am looking forward. Uh, Brock Lesnar is supposed to be on Monday Night Raw uh, this week coming up, so I'm looking forward to seeing exactly what what the motivation is, what was the reason behind it. Um, um, my theory, 
my Austin theory <laughs> to uh, to to this is you know Cody Rhodes had the, the shot and he blew it and now Brock Lesnar's upset. Like that makes a little bit more sense to me. Like you were the guy to do it to get it done by any means and you failed. Like and I'm trying to be the champion. I can't challenge Roman Reigns anymore. And I'm trying to get that belt back. And you were my best shot at getting it back. And you failed. That makes sense to me. That's that's a logical reason to be upset at somebody. I mean, it's 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 a petty reason and it's not the best reason, but it is logical. It is more logical than I didn't like my spot on the card. Like, so, I mean, and like I said, this is, this is just me pitching. Off the top of my head, but yeah, WWE don't do that bullshit, man. Uh, let that. <laughs> I'm, I'm very excited. Brock Lesnar's on Monday, Monday Night Raw uh, this week coming up. I'm very excited to see exactly what's going on. Um, why did he beat the living shit out of Cody Rhodes like that? He had to beat him like that. That was bad. Um, I, I wish he would have kind of hit him with some elbows. I think like some wrestling feuds just need blood. I feel like some wrestling feuds they just need like that little drop of blood, that extra. That extra, extra, <laughs> that extra, extra shot of adrenaline. I, I, I just feel, I just feel, and, and I don't feel anybody could do it better than the best storyteller in wrestling today, uh, Mr. Cody Rhodes. I feel like if you're gonna, if you're gonna have like a blade job, and somebody's gonna bleed on the roster, it should be Cody Rhodes. That that's just how I look at it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Brock Lesnar on Raw uh, this upcoming week to explain his motivations. Um, We'll see. Uh, next on my list, uh, these the next two things kind of go together. It's actually AEW news. Uh, Dax Harwood, um, he's lobbying for a return. CM Punk, I think the match that he pitched on his podcast was the revival in CM Punk versus the Elite as Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks. Uh, they're setting out Win, uh, Wembley Stadium for All In. I believe that's in the next couple of months. That is the match that I am... I would put my chips behind if I'm if, if I'm trying to sell out a stadium overseas internationally that is the match. If, if I'm trying to sell out a stadium anywhere in the world that is the match I'm putting my chips behind um, 100% um, uh, the second part of that uh, CM Punk said he is willing to work with Kenny Omega in the Young Bucks AMW that's reported that that came out um, I, I, I feel like when that whole entire thing blew up, CM Punk got like a bad rap. He got like the bad end of the stick. And I don't think he was wrong. I like from what I've read about what the incident was and what took place during um last year's All Out, I I I don't think CM Punk was wrong about how he handled any any of it, honestly. Um Maybe the maybe a little bit. <laughs> maybe he was, maybe he was like a little wrong. But overall, I don't think he was wrong. Um, I think he was he was in the right about how he handled it. And uh, it looks like he wants to come back. He wants to make peace and do business with the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega. Tony Khan, I say do it. I mean, I know my words don't mean anything. I'm talking to you know. 10 people <laughs> currently uh so right now my world probably don't mean thing but you know in, in in a while they will for sure uh in, in, in a while my plans is to be you know the number one wrestling podcaster uh, uh in the world so you know maybe we'll revisit this one day but uh right now it's not about me it's about you know 
uh, <laughs> CM Punk trying to come back to AEW. I know they don't want to pay him that buyout um, so he can just go work with WWE or whatever, even though um, it was said that WWE didn't want CM Punk at all either. So um, I, if I feel like if CM Punk is willing to play ball, I feel like it is a stupid idea to not let him play ball. If, if, if he wants to come in and apologize and work with everybody and you know work to be better let him do that he he is he is the biggest star in aw sorry respects to mjf respect to cm punk i mean uh not cm punk respects to mjf respect to chris jericho respect to mjf uh dan bronson hangman cm punk is the biggest star in aw so if he's willing to do all of that let him do it let him do it. Let him come back in. Let him, you know, earn the trust of the locker room and, you know, make that money. That's a, that's that is how you sell out a show, I feel. That that is the perfect match to sell out a show. Speaking of, there's a tournament going on. It looks like Kenny Omega and Will Ospreay may be getting revisited. It was the uh a match this year, I wanna say, at Wrestle Kingdom, uh twenty twenty three, a few months ago. Um, that match with Kenny Omega and Will Ospreay. Uh, the Dave Meltzer six star orgasm masterpiece, whatever the fuck, <laughs> whatever the hell. Um, I no, I'm kidding. I enjoyed the match as well. It looks like that might be getting revisited. It is a four way tournament to see who will um, face Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega is still the New Japan Pro Wrestling United States champion. Um, so there's a tournament going on to see who will be facing him. Um, I'm not sure what the event will be called, but. Um, uh, what event this will take place at But it was looking like it is leading up to that rematch Which I would assume Will Ospreay would go over this time Excuse me I would assume Will Ospreay will be going over this time But nothing's ever really sure um, in wrestling um, Maybe Forbidden Door 2 I, I, I can kind of see you know, that happening there as well um but that's something that i thought was interesting logan paul renews his wwe contract um he is signed a multi-year deal and he said his goals is to be a world champion and you know what normally <laughs> normally when anybody's going after our tribal chief I, I i would take exception but um something that we're just going to have to something that we're just going to have to admit and that is Logan Paul is very good at wrestling. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know. I know. I can hear you. He's very good at wrestling, man. And he has the best buckshot lariat in wrestling. Sorry, Adam Page. I'm going to meet Adam Page th- this weekend, and I'm going to tell him that. He's going to be very upset. But it's the truth. I would never lie to you, Adam. I, I would never lie to you. Um, so, um, yeah, no. Uh, it, and he, he posted a picture And they said it was a fake picture Because he's wearing the same shit with different colors And it, <laughs> That shit does look fake bro I'm not gonna lie <laughs> I'm not gonna lie Logan Paul says real I'm not gonna argue with the gentleman But nah that shit does look fake That shit looks Photoshop B Cause like Like nah man Like nah Nah You telling me Triple H wear the same suit every day like nah, be you bugging. Like I, <laughs> so, um, but in any event, he signed, so it doesn't matter. Um, while researching, uh, like I guess getting my list together, um, another 
big, huge fucking event that was announced. Um, I think it was a charity event. New Japan Pro Wrestling, All Japan Pro Wrestling, and Pro Wrestling Noah announced they're doing an All Together Again event. And if you know the history between these three organizations, man, you know. Like, if you know, you know kind of thing. Um, these, 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 it, it's, it's, it's like... Japanese wrestling soap opera like I don't even know how to like I can't even get into like the time of explaining like exactly why this is is a big deal but when I say they're coming together for for charity I don't know if it's a COVID thing Um, I'm I'm not a thousand percent sure Um, but that was announced today um, date of recording Wednesday April the 12th Um, New Japan Pro Wrestling All Japan and NOAA Pro Wrestling Noah announced a uh, all together event uh, coming in the next couple of months, man. And um, wherever this will be streaming at, I'm gonna do my best to actually watch it because um, I do I do think wrestling should have like grand prix. I think like I know it's like scripted, so like it could never happen. But could you imagine like AEW and Impact and WWE and you know they all just kind of come together and have like a fucking like a like a like a, like a tournament, like a one night charity tournament for the betterment of professional wrestling, like to push professional wrestling forward. At the end of the day, it doesn't really matter who wins, who loses, right? I mean, but you know, I feel like you could progress storylines within your company, like, and I understand why they kind of want to do that because you have the event on Sunday, but Kenny Omega wouldn't be on Raw the next day. You know what I mean? So I, 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 I kind of understand that. But just just as a thought, I think that would be really, really cool something to have right there. Um, Gabe Stevenson uh, returning to amateur wrestling. I totally forgot he was signed to WWE in the first place. Um, apparently, the training, his training hasn't been going the best. Um, he's, I guess, was slated to make his debut at some time last year and has yet to make it. Um, I guess not everybody can kind of be Kurt Angle in that aspect. Um, so he's going back to amateur wrestling for a, uh, I want to say a tournament. Um, I don't think it's the Olympics just yet. Um, but, uh, but yeah, that's, I mean, that's, I know, and the only reason I wrote it because I genuinely forgot he was a part of, like, I forgot he was signed to the company. I, I forgot all about it until he said something about it. So, um, I mean, I wish nothing, nothing but the best for for the young man. Um, you know, I, I I do think you know he has a a, a great look, you know, to be you know uh, uh, to kind of translate over to WWE. But you know, I mean, WWE has like a lot of misses. Like they have some hits, like, but like a lot of misses. Like a lot, like a lot. <laughs> so, so this is not, this is not, this is not, this is not a mixed martial arts podcast. But I would be remiss if I didn't uh, talk about UFC 287 happened this past Saturday. Uh, Alex Pereira versus champion middleweight champion Alex Pereira versus challenger um, Israel Adesanya. Um, Adesanya knocks him out in the second round, knocks him out cold, um, cold, cold, cold. And um, Israel, Israel Adesanya's manager said, you know, WWE is on his bucket list of things that he wants to do. Um, so I think that could be interesting getting the middleweight champion. I know Conor McGregor has always talked about kind of switching over, going over to WWE. Um, so I think, you know, 
I think I think you know, Izzy being being the current champion. I don't think he's gonna, and also I don't think he's going to rematch um, uh, uh, Alex Pereira at all. I think I think that feud is kind of done. Um, the the pitch that I would have for Dana White in the UFC, I would have Alex Pereira move up to light heavyweight, and if he can get the champion the championship there. Then I would run Alex versus Izzy again for, you know, both belts kind of shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> I think Izzy could beat him again. I think Izzy kind of learned from mistakes. He proved it Saturday. He learned from mistakes. He knows how to kind of calculate and learn on, on the fly. And he knocked that boy out cold. So um, it also leads me to Jake Paul, the brother of Logan Paul, Nate Diaz, boxing match. Uh, the fight is set for August the 5th in Dallas, Texas. Uh, that's going to be huge, man. Uh, Nate Paul, Nate, Nate Paul, Nate Diaz, a legend in MMA sports. Jake Paul has been uh, beating up pretty much everybody that's old. Uh, he hasn't like fought anybody. That's like, <laughs> that's like you know, like young and popping. Like he hasn't fought anybody. He hasn't fought like a Canelo or Ryan Garcia or fucking Vontae Davis or. Uh, though was the the Charles brothers, uh, you know, he's n- nobody. He's always kind of be like Anderson Silva and fucking, you know, all these old Ben Asterisk. I think Tyron Woodley, like, like you know, so he hasn't fought anybody. That's like Nate Diaz might be the the like best challenge for Jake Paul in that realm, I guess, of like fighting retired niggas like i guess <laughs> like, like i'm sure like, i guess that's like the i guess that's the that's like that that might be like the best fight for him so um whatever uh, i think that's all i got on my list man shinsuke nakamura returns this week to smackdown looking forward to that uh wwe this past raw in seattle has some travel issues a lot of the show had to be rewritten i'm sure you guys all know about that shit um already Already I kind of know about that shit So uh, I'm going to skip past that man I'm going to do this new thing I do every week It's called Mr. Flowers Picks of the Week Um, Just kind of what I've been feeling this week As it pertains We have four categories We have the match of the week The promo of the week The wrestler of the week And the historic match You should probably watch of the week I'm going to shorten that up eventually But as of now It is the historic match That you should probably watch this week First up my match of the week This is not an MMA podcast But I would be remiss if I didn't say That the match of the week Was Alex Pereira versus Israel Adesanya 2 uh, You should watch that For a hundred, Even if you're not an MMA fan And honestly if, you, if you're not I mean I mean, I mean, I mean, you know what I mean? But <laughs> no, definitely watch this um, fucking brilliant performance uh, by Israel Adesanya. Um, definitely, definitely my my pick for, I guess it would be fight of the week, right? <laughs> uh, my promo of the week, Brock Lesnar calls out Cody Rhodes. I'm sorry. Cody Rhodes calls out Brock Lesnar for backlash. Cody Rhodes says, uh, he, I guess he heard him. He heard us on the internet saying um, that, you know, he didn't deserve it or he didn't earn it because he only wrestled, you know, two matches, got injured and then came back and had everything handed to him on a sort of platter. And he said, earned it i am it you understand what he said i am it find that on uh wwe's youtube page i'm sure this is there i'm sure it has a million of views um cody rose the best promo in wrestling uh in my opinion currently he is also the best storyteller 
in wrestling, in my opinion, currently as well. And that is my pick for promo of the week. Wrestler of the week, eight days after getting his shit cracked open like a watermelon, I'm going to award it to Finn Balor, uh, the Demon King. He took the loss at WrestleMania, got his shit cracked um, from that from that errant ladder being thrown by Edge, crack, cracking his fucking head open. Um Eight days after that, vicious fucking, and that was fucking. I mean, that was fucking gnarly. Um, but eight days after that, he fought. He wrestled Rey Mysterio on uh, Monday Night Raw this past week, and he got the W. So, um, please wrap up that Judgment Day food, please. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and give that to Finn Balor. Um, the historical wrestling match you should probably watch. Um, this is a. Uh, this is kind of a throwback. Uh, but this is, is a match that I watched earlier today, actually. And I was like, man, this is really fucking good. It's actually my first time seeing it. So uh, hopefully this is your first time seeing it as well. You can watch it and you can marvel at it. I'm going to go with the Ultimo Dragon versus Rey Mysterio at WCW's World War Three, November 24th, 1996 for the Cruiserweight Championship of the World. I remember... Um, I remember being very excited as a kid seeing Rey Mysterio debut, just kind of knowing who he was in WW WCW, sorry, um, kind of knowing who he was and what he was about and how what his wrestling style was. Um, I was very very excited to to see him debut, but I also remember like 20, 2003, 2004, I was very excited to see Ultimo Dragon as well. Ultimo Dragon's career. Um, just didn't pan out. I think they were looking for like a the next mass thing, even though they had like a prime Ray Mysterio uh, already kind of on the roster. They were still looking for like another mass, uh, you know, character to kind of, you know, step up. I guess debut on that level, and it just kind of didn't pass out. Uh, pass out, plan out. Um, but this match, man, Ultimate Dragon and Ray Mysterio, it is what I most like about WCW, um, you know, innovation at, at that time when it pertains to like the cruiserweights, like the cruiserweights, man, they like, they from the mid like late nineties, they did not like disappoint at all. So if you like flippy shit, I guess a lot of wrestling fans do that. They're like, you know, all that kind of, you know, all that kind of shit. That's high, high, paced high octane flippy shit <laughs> uh definitely definitely give that match a watch man you should probably watch that match um that's gonna do it here uh episode three of the new shawland flowers wrestling show you can find me at shawland flowers everywhere instagram twitter facebook your mama house all that shit s-h-y-l-a-n-d flowers and i want to thank you guys for listening i hope you guys have a great weekend and i will see you guys next thursday here at the white and gold the shotland flowers wrestling show peace and love y'all